Good evening, and welcome back to a special edition of the Beer Money Sports Podcast. And the reason I say it's a special edition is because I don't have just one guest. I have two very special guests, Zach and Nick Tiart. And you've heard that last name before because it's indeed my last name. I have both my brothers back on the or on the podcast for the first time. Hopefully the first time of many. You guys can unmute yourselves now. Oh, we're out of uh, Zoom jail? That's nice. Yeah. Out of prison. Thank you. Uh, you cannot pass go, uh, and you cannot collect $100. Well, I'm out. Uh, they both have their video game headsets on, so I had to, I had to go get mine so we could be the, the, the PlayStation clan. Oh, yeah, well, to make the... Guitar here, guitar. <laughs> there you go. In the background. Um, who wants to go first? Introductions. Zach, Nick, you lead us it. off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Zach, you're first in the script, so go ahead. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, what's up? Um, the middle brother of the three, Matt's older brother. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Tell us more. Well, I don't have a major, and I'm from the same place you're from, so. Yeah, this is like teachers and a lie sort of thing. Interesting fact. Do you have an interesting fact to tell the viewers? I stream video games. That's about it. Selfless plug. Captain underscore ZT. You can't even plug your name. <laughs> I know. I stream, but I'm not going to tell you my gamer tag, dude. Well, Good Goal Podcast sponsors me, so if I was on that, I would have plugged it immediately. There you go. All right, Nick, you're up. Uh, yeah, I'm the oldest brother. Um, why am I not showing up on the? Oh, never mind. Um, yeah, I'm the oldest brother. Uh, I started off when I was a kid playing baseball. Then got sick and tired of that because I remember, I guess we get participation trophies. And that was um yes, dad. Apparently, he yanked me off the team, but I don't remember that very much. Um, <laughs> then around twelve, I started playing ice hockey, and I just kind of fell in love with that. Uh, played for about what eight, nine years, and then moved out to Colorado. Played a little bit there, and now I'm in Arizona, and I play on an adult team down here. I'm sure you've heard it on the Good Goal Podcast and on Beer Money Sports the Tierra Antigua that is now the desert pandas team shameless plug for them uh they have a facebook page and i think even a website you can buy the merch so ah. hop on it um yeah the desert pandas i'm not i'm not sure but um <laughs> the guy spent a lot of time uh, Les spent a lot of time on the logo. And, <laughs> and uh, Do you have a picture of the logo? I have the jersey somewhere. Um, had I been thinking, Dad! I'd put it on. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> uh, do you guys uh, want to give your, both of your fiancés a plug? Uh, shout out? out to Jen for pushing out a baby two yeah. and a half weeks ago. <laughs> shout out to Ed for teaching the future of this country okay yeah <laughs> boo um, <laughs> so shout out to ann for being a teacher during these horrible unprecedented times um and shout out to jen for giving birth to nick's first child so let's give it up live on the 
live on the podcast. Should we do the dead um, and <laughs> That would go horribly with the, the lag. Oh, my God, yeah. It would be in three different times. Um, and then Zach and I's first nephew. So we're, we're excited. Yeah, also yeah. Give, her, give her credit for doing that, raising a newborn, and then doing the virtual learning with two other kids. That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's a full time job, times yeah. three. Yeah, kids go back to school Tuesday. Like in school? Yeah. I wish they'd friggin' do it here. Yeah. How's uh, how's the mom doing? How's Jen doing? She's good. She's just uh, balancing it out. Like like I said, Easton's doing good. He uh, he just kind of lives the dream. Sucks on a boob and sleeps all day. So you know. Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, all right. That's, uh, that's, 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 uh, that's probably a good place to wrap up the introductions. Um, uh, and the podcast. Oh, we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump on into sports. Um, all right. Let's start with the NFL. You guys want to introduce your teams and, and why you're a fan? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, Cowboys, obviously, that's our family team. It kind of always has been. Dad, I remember just being around Dad as a kid and always watching the Cowboys. I don't remember when they won in the mid-90s, although I was alive during the time. I don't remember it. But, um, yeah, I've always been a Cowboys fan. Um, 93, 94, 96. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I was alive, but I couldn't tell you. Uh, I remember celebrating, but um, – yeah, they've always been my team, and uh, just like my other teams, they typically disappoint me when it comes time for playoffs or regular season. Um, but hopefully one day we'll get back to Super Bowl and actually win one with uh, old Dak Goatscott. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> time will tell. Dak Goatscott won $40 million a year. <laughs> yeah, not even the best QB in the division. Yeah. Uh, well, you support your teams. And, yeah. Um, Goatscott. <laughs> yeah. Zach, go ahead. All right. So, speaking of best quarterback in the division, I'm a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Eli Whitney Manning. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't tell you why. Just made that decision when I was like six. So it's just to be different. Yeah, just rode it out, and it was sucked for a long time because there was no Super Bowls, and then they finally got one. And I was in Philly for the parade, and it was everything that I, you know, thought it would be. It was chaos, but the perfect amount of it. Um, and I can't wait to go back to Philly when they win their second. Hopefully in a couple of years. So, um, All right, we're just going to jump right into it. What, what are y'all's predictions on the season? Uh, since we're kind of all in the same division, I'm like in and out of being a Cowboys fan. I'm like a Texans fan. I'm, I think I'm a Raiders fan this year. Um, just whoever Jags. has the most Clemson players. <laughs> Jags fan next year when they get Trevor. Yep, exactly. Um, who, who wins the division and who wins the Super Bowl? Whoever can start first. Uh, I probably have Dallas winning the division, honestly. Um, the Eagles have too many questions on offense, and the secondary has always been horrendous. Well, last probably 10 years anyway. And we drafted basically a whole new wide receiver core, which is more of a track team than anything else. Um, I'd be happy if the Eagles competed, you know, went 10 and six, nine and seven, but Dallas is so 
you know, they have too many options at on offense that I see them taking this division pretty handedly. But I think Washington is going to be a lot better than people expect as well. Um, the Washington football team, dude. That, <laughs> that defense is real. I mean, they've had a good defense the past couple of years with terrible coaching, and now they have Rivera at the helm and Del Rio at D.C. So, Yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll concur with that. Uh, I don't really watch much football anymore, to be honest. It's because well, it, it overlaps with hockey, and then I'm right. just typically watching hockey anyways. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Cowboys will hopefully win it, but – if they do, then they'll just probably choke in the first or second round of the playoffs. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I still hold out hope, but um, I don't know. It seems like the, the pressure of the playoffs seems to get to the Cowboys a little bit. Who wins the big one? I'm going with the Bucks. Brady's just going to come out swinging. <laughs> not, a, um, not a bold pick. That's not really a hot take. Oh, well, excuse me, but I just put $1,000 down on it, so let's hope. Yeah, I don't, I don't think mine's put too Put the house on it. <laughs> yeah, the mortgage is riding on it, Brady, so buck up. I don't think mine's too much of a hot take either. I, I kind of see Kansas City going back-to-back. They didn't really lose too much. And, oh, that's, yeah, that's good. So, Mahomes just continues to improve. So, until I see a downward trend there, might as well ride the hot hand. Well, all right. I don't even uh, going on Nick's pick. I don't even think the Bucks win the division. I still think that's the Saints' division. Oh, Drew Brees. Yeah. Well, he's getting to be um, like what seventy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Brady's older than. <laughs> yeah, Brady's older than Brees. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I think I think okay. Lamar Jackson and that offense gets it done. All right. And we go to the parade and and uh, try not to get shot. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's another good place to stop on NFL. <laughs> um, let's go. To, let's go to baseball. Nick, do you even have a baseball team? Um. If I wanted to pick one, it would be the Orioles because that's just who I grew up with. But I grew up in the age of going to games when you had the old school. You, I mean, I remember watching Cal Ripken play. That was the time Brady Anderson, Rafael Palmero. I mean, all those classic guys. That was the ones that I watched. And then when I stopped playing baseball, baseball kind of went to the wayside. It was just because, I mean, it's one of those things where if you – in my opinion, if you go to the game and you're there, it's more exciting than watching it on TV. I just can't – it just kind of puts me to sleep if I'm watching it on TV. But going to a game, it's still fun. So if I were to root for a team, it'd be the Orioles. I mean, I I look up the stats every once in a while, see how they're doing. But I just don't really keep up with baseball all that much. But if I had to pick a team, it'd be the O's. Um, well, unfortunately, you don't really have to be a fan. Uh, in the recent years, you don't really have to be a fan after August because they're eliminated from the playoffs. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was actually – there was a study done uh, a couple of years ago that threw, like, all the teams together in every league and ranked them from, like, best to worst, and Baltimore was the worst team in all of sports, like, three years ago. Like, and that includes, like, FCS football. 
It's pretty solid. Wow. Pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alcorn State. <laughs> yeah. Al Rankin. The Baltimore uh, Alcorn Orioles. State, I'm pretty sure, is like yeah. HBCU national champ. So watch your mouth. <laughs> so Steve McNair went. Oh, oh. Titans. <laughs> Go ahead with your baseball picks. I put in a script uh, for the listeners and viewers. Zach, MLB team, Nats slash O's, LOL. Um, and he can explain why. Yeah, so grew up an Orioles fan because there wasn't a Nationals team. So, you know, the closest team was Baltimore, and we went to Baltimore games growing up. Um, and then after 2014, the last time the Orioles were in the Eastern um, basically the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, it's not the conference, it's hockey. But um, when they got destroyed by the Royals, my interest just kind of started going down and the management of the team started going down. Uh, we gave Chris Davis all that money instead of Nelson Cruz. Um, decided not to sign Adam Jones. Decided not to sign Manny Machado. So I wasn't really watching much Orioles baseball um, at all because – they weren't really giving anybody to watch. And if you want proof of that, just look at how many people are in the seats past five years. So, um, but my fiance is a nationals fan. So when they went on their run last year, you know, you start paying attention to start watching games cause it's just on at the house. And then I realized that I had, like I knew more players on the nationals than I did the Orioles. So I was like, yeah, you know, she's been bugging me to just jump ship and join the nationals anyway. So after they won and they went uh, to the caps game and watching all the behind the scenes stuff where they celebrated and did the district of champions thing, that was, that was kind of it for me. So I just jumped ship. I think Brana had a hat trick that night. So it was a good, it was a good time. Plus, the Nats hold a special place in my heart anyway because the day of the parade, we were actually in D.C., went to the parade, and then I proposed. So oh, That's right, yeah. Yeah, same day. I was like, it's awesome that you guys won, but you're throwing about a three-hour window where I really wish you weren't here. <laughs> well, that's selfish, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. that's, that's super cool that you <laughs> – yeah. That's super yeah. cool that you have that memory to, to tie with the parade and right. you know, you get, you'll have that forever. Yeah, the last uh, thing I remember from the parade is Max Scherzer spraying like a $60,000 bottle of champagne everywhere. So, pretty lit. Well, all right. Oh. Um, as you can tell, I'm a, I'm a Mets fan. Um, what? Today was, a good day to, today was a good day to be a Mets fan. Um, we were up 7-2 in the last inning of our first doubleheader game, and we blew the lead, lost 8-7. to seven. Yeah, um, Oh, my God. <laughs> and then in the second doubleheader game, we were tied at one in extra innings, gave up a grand slam, and we ended up losing 5-2. to two. So just, just a great day to be a Mets fan. Um, you know, it's always great to be a Mets fan. I don't want to. Have it won a World Series. But days like today yeah. makes you realize why you are a Mets fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the Mets haven't won a World Series since the Back to the Future movie came out, the first one. So it's uh, it's great to be a Mets fan. That's uh, that's it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're ending on like somber notes here. 
Yeah, how about some uplifting yeah, crap? Uh, <laughs> um, NBA, I put in the script, Who? boo. <laughs> um, Zach is a Wizards fan. Just claim him because of DC. Yeah. Nick, do you even have a basketball team? What is basketball? <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> our, our dad calls it, is this that thing where they bounce the ball? Um, and then he wants to get in like MJ LeBron debates with me. I'm like, you don't even watch basketball. Um, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan, so I'm pumped that Nick, Jen, and my nephew live in Arizona. So hopefully soon I'll be going to my first Suns home game. Tickets are like, I'm pretty sure they pay you to go. So yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about Court that. Courtside's 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually um, the last Wizards game I went to, it was $17 for a ticket. So, ouch. And they lost to Miami. They lost to the WNBA team. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the Mystics, Mystics. Yeah, yeah, the Mystics won the championship last year. Mystics should probably beat the Wizards. Honestly. Yeah, no kidding. I, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's it for NBA for me. Uh, <laughs> let's get to a real sport. NHL. Uh <sighs> I, I talk about it on the Good Goal podcast, but you know, special special episode with my brothers. So go ahead. Who who wants to go first on the NHL? Well, Nick, you start us off since, you know, you actually played the sport. Yeah, so my team is the uh, Bruins. Um, as I've gotten older, I just enjoy good hockey games. Um, but, you know, if I had to pick a team, it'd be the Bruins. Um, I, do, I did – I die hard rooted for the Caps when they were in the playoffs that year, hoping they'd win a cup. I mean, I <clears throat> had a Caps jersey. It was the Hendricks jersey. Ah. Yeah, I didn't care. I just was just rooting, going to like beat ups to watch the games and wanted them to win. Uh, as far as Bruins go, honestly, I don't know why I was a Bruins fan. I think it was because honestly, because I watched the movie Happy Gilmore and I loved it so much. And he had a Bruins jersey on and I was like six when the movie came out. So I was like, dude, that's my team. And so ever well, since and then, Joe, and then, Joe Thornton. Yeah, Joe Thornton. That yeah. was my guy. Um, and then when they traded him to San Jose, I died a little inside. But um, I'll never forget in 2011 when they went to the Stanley Cup, and I was like, "There's no." It was, it was Game Seven, and I and again just how it's normally always been for me in sports. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna blow it," and there's no point in being excited. But I remember I was in Myrtle Beach at Hanley's Pub and watching the game, and there was a bunch of Bruins fans there, and just thinking, "Holy!" Sh- they're going to win. They're going to win this game. And one of my teams is finally going to win the championship. So, um, yeah, watched them win then and sadly didn't get any memorabilia from it, but then they went back. Was it a year or two later? Blew it in that one. Um, yeah, they lost so, in 13. Yeah, that's right. Cause they didn't lose to, to the, the Blackhawks. Uh, Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. that was the, that was the wing night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, backstory. The, what we're talking about is my best friend in high school, Eric diehard Blackhawks fan. And um, Nick, the Bruins had just won a game and Nick was drinking a beer. We were at B-dubs and he was like, God, tastes like the cup. And <laughs> <laughs> The Blackhawks end up winning the Stanley Cup. They beat the Bruins. So as a joke, me and Nick go, we split money, and we buy Eric the hottest wings you can get at beat the Blazing Wings. 
they bring and him out with gloves. Just, they have to wear gloves to yeah. bring him out. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick, Nick was like, here, like, gentleman's bet, you know, Blackhawks won, here you go. Like, here's yeah, yeah, here, here's cat. like eight wings on me, like, enjoy yeah. them. They're, so he's they're, eating them. Like, they were like barbecue or something. <laughs> yeah, I told him they were just straight buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So I'm recording right. him, and I was like, you want to say something to Nick? Like, he doesn't know I'm recording him because they're blazing. So, and he's like, oh, tastes like the cup. And then, like, <laughs> 10 seconds later, it hits him, and he goes, oh, my God, these are really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's because they're the blazing wings. And he, like, lost his mind. They but I will, so give him, I will give him credit. He ended up finishing the wings because I still have the Yeah, video, he did. So, yeah. You know, yeah. props to him. But yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Zach, your team, I wonder. Yep, Caps. <laughs> um, just, you know, my dad kind of brought that on us. Um you know, my as a kid, it was really just watching Nick play hockey, and that was kind of the extent of it. Like, we'd go to UVA, Virginia Tech club hockey games, and where they didn't even play hockey, it was like whoever had the most hits won because they were jumping like six feet from the boards to hit each other. So, I think probably always, started – Always a slugfest. Yeah. There, always. Yeah, so I think really kind of started paying attention around – was it 2011, Matt? Where we went to the overtime game against the Rangers? Uh, 2012. 2012. Um, Mike Green's OT winner. Yep. To go up 2-0 and then gentleman sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Good times back in the day. But the, you know, the Caps, after second round losses galore, finally turned it around a couple years ago. And, you know, probably the best route they could have taken other than, you know, they, they could have played the Rangers round one. But beating Pittsburgh, beating Tampa, and then, you know, beating the new Vegas team in five to win the cup. Um, I just I'm I just remember the whole, you know, DC and Northern Virginia were so excited for it and going to the watch party game four outside, you know, Fallout Boy played, missed that because we were late. Won't say names, but uh yeah, it was – I mean, and I think we won uh, like right? six to one. <laughs> <laughs> so, in then uh, – We won six to two. But oh, six to two. Who's counting? Who's counting yeah. now? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, going to that parade was awesome. And, Matt, you came up for that. and Yeah, so, I drove – I worked at double and then drove from midnight to 8 a.m. Yeah. It was like a 37-hour day. It was awesome. Yeah. And – I mean, Philly winning the Super Bowl was awesome, but I don't know. Just something about that Caps Cup will always sit with me. I mean, the Eagles will too, but it so, just meant a little more. I don't know if you guys have heard the story. Um, Dad's probably going to listen to the podcast. I'm going to throw him under the bus. Um, Dad, season, season ticket holder uh, for the Caps, him and his good friend Jerry, legendary Jerry is what we call him. Um, so he's kind of like breezing me and Zach got into – being big Caps fans, Nick was kind of already living in Myrtle at that point. And um, so we go down 3-2 to Tampa in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we win game six in Washington. So it forces a game seven to go back to Tampa. I called dad, and I was like, let's go, game seven. I'll meet you in Tampa. It's like an eight-hour drive for me. Like, I'll meet you there. 
And he's like, oh, I'll look at tickets, blah, blah, blah. Next day, he calls me. He goes, don't be mad, but I got a friend living in Tampa. Uh, he said I could stay with him, so I'm going to game seven. I was like, what? What? This is my idea? <laughs> hey, Matt, don't, so, don't feel too bad because I'm on year 14 for going to a Boston home Bruins game. home game. Yeah, so yeah. that's okay. I'm on year well, 14 waiting for that one. I'll never forget. <laughs> so during the final game one, we were all in Myrtle Beach, and we watched game one at B-dubs while you Yeah, because I, I had to work games one through four. Yeah, so we worked and then did trivia. And uh, Ann and I are driving back from the beach, and I called Dad because Dad was in Vegas for game one. And I was like, hey. That was Vegas. He's like, yeah, it was good. I'll be back Thursday. I'm like, what What the hell? What do you mean you'll be back Thursday? He's like, yeah, we're winning the cup in five. He's like, it's a rent payment, but whatever. Yeah, so that's the second part of my story is that um, he tells me he, like two days later after game seven, he goes, so don't be mad, but I'm going to, <laughs> going to Vegas. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Um so obviously we lose game one and then he goes to games three and four because him and Jerry got tickets. And then I had a feeling he didn't tell me he was going for game five. I had a feeling that he was going to be there. So I texted him like 30 minutes before puck drop. And I was like, are you in Vegas? And he sent me a picture of his seats and he's like, we're winning the cup tonight. And I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but come to find out like two weeks later, Jerry overslept and missed his flight. He could have called Nick. Nick was like a twenty minute, a twenty dollar flight, frontier flight from Denver. Nick could have been there and sat with him. Oh my God! Yeah, I think I got. I would get emails from Frontier all the time, and I think the week prior I'd gotten one. It was like thirty nine dollars round trip to Vegas. I mean, as broke as I was, I would <laughs> I would have panhandled money to get yeah. it. If I had to. <laughs> so, um. To end that story, Jerry to sell my ticket cheap to to a Caps fan. Um, so he saw, I think he sold it for like eight hundred bucks to a Caps fan. He put it all on red and it went black. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna double." He's like, "I'm gonna double Jerry's money and and you know give it back to him." And it, I think it, it went black. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, we love you. We're just yeah, we we're do. just ragging on you. Yeah. yeah. Um, the story Nick was talking about is that um, he, he was going to take Nick to a Bruins home game for his 16th birthday, and that's what Nick was talking about, that he said. Yeah, and then it went to 18th, and then 21st, I was supposed to go to Vegas. I mean, coming up, I got a, I got a lot of trips coming up, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting to cash in those chips there. Yeah. Yeah, we love you. All right, um, who wins the cup this year? You, you guys kind of got a two-round head start. but um, Not the Bruins. I, I've been watching the games recently, and especially last night, and the one they lost 7-1. to one. I mean, Tampa is just kind of taking them to school. The last game, <clears throat> I guess it was yesterday, um, they didn't look like they had any fight in them. I mean, they did. All they wanted to do was fight and hit, but then when it came to breakouts or – getting the puck in the zone. It was dump and chase. And then Tampa would just take it away from him and then skate it down the rink. And then, you know, stupid penalties left and right. So Boston's just not playing like they, <clears throat> they really want to win. Um, half-ass would be polite. 
So I don't see them winning it. Um, as far as the teams I've seen, I, I mean, I don't know. Tampa's looking good. Um, so maybe I'll go with Tampa at the moment. Islanders look good, though, too. I don't know. Yeah, the Caps. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, they lost <laughs> and fired their coach. <laughs> um, yeah, out of the first round, my pick was Colorado because – Colorado absolutely dismantled Arizona and won the last few games of that series seven to one. Um, but Dallas beat them tonight five to four to take a three, one series lead in that um, Dallas, you know, didn't look so great in the first round and has kind of dominated Colorado. Vegas looks good. If Leonard's on, um, I think the big question there is how long is he going to be able to perform? Um, Tampa is kind of handling Boston more than I think anyone expected. And, you know, I don't think anybody expected New York to play as well as they have, you know, having a two, one series on Philly. So I think it's anybody's, but if I had to make a pick right now, it's, it's Tampa, but we all know how Tampa is in the playoffs. Well, you could also, I, I wrote Colorado Yeah, I uh, I wrote Colorado pretty hard. Um, that's kind of like I've kind of adopted them as my second team when Nick moved there, just because it's so electric to watch them play. Um, they shot a couple caps. Yeah, they do. But Grubauer's hurt, which is massive for them. I think that's actually the reason for their downfall. Yeah, um, Grubauer's hurt. Eric Johnson's hurt. He's their best all-around defenseman. Matt Calvert's a, a guy on the PK. I said this on my podcast. Um, Tampa looks good. Vegas looks really good. Um, and the Island Islanders look really good. I think if anybody can outplay Tampa, it's going to be the Island, the Islanders. Um, they're playing the style of play that the caps played when we won the cup. Uh, they have the same coach. So it makes perfect sense. Their fourth liners are scoring. They're playing absolutely dominant stifling defense at the blue line. They get up one, nothing. And then they, give Philly absolutely no chances to hang with them. Um, so right now I got the Islanders. Uh, Varlamov's playing out of his mind, and nobody can score on him. So I, I, I got the Islanders. Yeah, that'd be my backup pick for sure. All right. I mean, they're my dark horse. I just, you know, I think that, that train's got to stop sooner or later. Um, you know, That's what everyone said with the Caps. That's true. Yeah. But hey, I mean, what do we have? Coach. I mean, we have superstar talent in Washington. Did New York have an all-star this year? Uh, Bavilia. Okay. What do you guys think about Nick. the games without a crowd? I think they've done it really well. I think, honestly, it's better than expected. Plus the the billboard, I mean, the scoreboard guy and the PA guys have been hilarious when they did like fan appreciation night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and put those like four living room fans in the crowd. Yeah, they also do like um, it's like tonight's attendance, and they say like broke a record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the the stuff they were putting up and what uh, you know both teams were tweeting during that five t- five OT game between Columbus and uh, Tampa. Oh, Columbus's PR team is the best in the league and like from what I saw. I don't know. I mean Vegas is pretty good and Seattle looks like Seattle it's gonna is, come out hot. Yeah. 
Seattle's doing really well. Nick, are you getting a, any Seattle gear for the new team? No. I'm thinking about getting a jersey if they draft anyone noticeable from the Caps. They, no, know, I, mean, I mean, I'm not getting anything, but, I mean, more hockey teams is better in my opinion. Right. So, keep it coming. Well, this puts us at, what, 31 for the league? 32. Yeah, I thought it was 30. I think 30. I think they're capping it at Seattle. Yeah, oh, Vegas is 31. So, yeah, well, they were saying um, before they announced it, like where, like I know the Caps guys were talking post game one night um, when they were getting close to the Seattle announcement on where teams should be. Um, so, I yeah, think but- they need to go back to to Hartford. Uh, bring back the whalers <laughs> so who do you but who do you take out for them to put a team in hartford uh are you kidding me yes fair um no offense nick arizona um yeah well you i mean got one of the california team agreed yeah, well, and hockey in Arizona is growing. I would, I, don't I know would if take it's out growing as fast as they want it to, but it is growing here. I know that there's well, a constant talk Austin about them Matthews being in Scottsdale, Arizona. See, there you go. Enough said. Yeah, I would take out Anaheim before I took out Arizona. Um, yeah, both of the Kachuk brothers are from Arizona, and Austin Matthews from Arizona. So the the prospects coming out of Arizona. Easton's going to be first-round pick. <laughs> yeah, well, I looked up newborn skates, and uh, I got them on Amazon order. <laughs> nice. Yeah, any, <laughs> any frozen ponds out there in Arizona? Uh, yeah, well, the saying is, is if you want to find a body of water in Arizona, you just spit on the ground. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mom was saying that it rained like three days in a row when she was out there. Well, we're in the monsoon season, so – it's kind of like in, you know, Myrtle Beach where in the afternoon it'll just dump rain for like maybe 30 minutes and then it's back to hot as hell. So, you know, it's just oh, how it goes. Lovely humidity. Oh, it, nothing nothing is quite as good as 110 with – it doesn't sound like a lot, but like 30 or 40% humidity because, I mean, it quite – Well, 110 at negative 30% humidity sounds terrible. So, Well, and it's – it's it's hot, dude. There's just no way around it. So yeah. I mean, when it does rain, it cools it off a little bit. But the next day, it's just swamp. So yeah, <laughs> it's like an easy bake oven. All right, well, Arizona's a good transition to what's next, Matt. Yeah, um, the the fighter that I want to talk about is uh, from Arizona. So right now, we're gonna transition into the UFC. Um, let Let's switch these bullet points real quick. I want okay. I want to talk to you guys about your favorite fighters. Um, Zach, your yours just fought, so Nick, yep. you you go ahead and go first. Um, if I had a favorite fighter, it would be Conor McGregor. Not a lot to say, Conor. Proper number twelve. Proper Conor McGregor. Um, yeah, I don't That's know. Like more. Scottish. <laughs> oh, sorry. I I took I used the wrong dialect. I apologize. I was more of a Manchester. <laughs> um, well, no, we're going to talk about your boy like, here next. 
uh, UFC was nothing. There's nothing that I really ever followed. But if they had fight nights or you know UFC whatever, I would put it on and watch. But again, it was you know I had other stuff going on, so it wasn't like I was hugely into the UFC. But you know, if I had to pick a fighter, it'd be a McGregor. Confident, cocky. I mean, dude, he he took on Floyd Mayweather, like, <laughs> I mean, and he hung in there with him, even yeah. though he lost. I mean, he hung in with Mayweather. So I don't know. He's just a good all-around fighter. So. That's who my guy is, although he's in and out of retirement, so it's kind of a joke, but that's fine. Yeah, I was about to say it's like <laughs> the fourth time he's retired, so. That's all right. Um, Jen, Jen's big into UFC. Who's her fighter? Probably Gaethje. I mean, she when she was going to the uh, college up in northern Colorado, she was one of the wrestling managers um, for the wrestling team, and Gaethje was on the team. So she knew him, and I think she hung out with him a few times, like at the parties and stuff, so – if anybody, it'd probably be Gaethje. Wow, that's good. <laughs> it's a good one to have. A, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Zach, go ahead. All right. Uh, yeah, I've always kind of like rooting for the bigger guys, being the heavyweight myself. Um, and then just paying attention to Stipe the last couple of years and, you know, watching his rise. So Stipe's kind of been my guy. And seeing him get the belt has been awesome and being – the heavyweight goat. Um, I don't think there's any denying it now. Um, I mean, prime came. I poke. Yeah, I poke. <laughs> I had to recover from eye surgery before the second fight from a DC eye poke. So I don't want to hear it. But yeah, I mean, Stipe's my guy. Um, he's the goat, the heavyweight goat for sure. And uh, looking forward to see him beat Francis again. So, Stipe tweeted like two days ago, um, the Francis fight doesn't doesn't really do much for him. He, oh, he's great. Like, he's like talking about, he's like, I know how that plays out. You know, I, I put on a 25-minute clinic the first time. Uh, he's like, I might transition into boxing. Like, oh, he, he's just talking all this this stuff. Like, he's well, going to fight Francis. But, but that's, yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason that I liked him was on his you know, coming up, it wasn't any of the BS. It was kind of just, I'll fight whoever. So if that, if that starts how it, you know, if that's going to start how, oh, Jesus Christ. If that's how it's going to be moving forward, good Lord, words are hard. Um, that we might need to pick a new fighter because I don't oh, like, I mean, I don't like any of the BS. Like, you know, Connor's like funny for all of like 23 seconds, and then it's like 12 seconds. Papa number 12. Yeah. Papa 12. <laughs> um, as a side note, I did ask Jen who her favorite fighter was, and she did say Gaethje, but she also said old oh, Cowboy Cerrone. Ah. Well, the BMF the is out there. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the universal pick. Uh, she also said yeah. Demetrius Johnson. I don't oh, know who that is. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I was about to say, arguably the best fighter of all time. So Yeah, no, Jen should be in my seat at the moment because she's the <laughs> UFC person in this family. Yeah. Yeah, go walk around with Mr. Mom for a second with Easton, and then she'll come sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mom. All right. Good Good song. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, so Adesanya Costa is the next fight. 
Um, we don't really have to get into that one. But the month after that is Khabib Gaethje, probably the biggest fight of the year. Uh, Gaethje put on a 25-minute clinic against Ferguson. Uh, he actually oh stopped God. him right before the, the final bell. Yeah. Um, who, who wins this fight? I, I mean, kind of saying earlier, riding the hot hand. Hold up. Hold up, Zach. Nick, go get Jen. <laughs> we talked about this one, though. All right. Well, it's kind of, you know, kind of talking earlier. You ride the hot hand when it's hot, and there's nobody hotter that could be. He's never lost, and he's dominated everyone. But if there's a person to beat him, and I've said this for about a year now, I think Gaethje's the guy, not Ferguson. Just, you know, Gaethje's got the more traditional background in the wrestling. Um, I mean, Tony's unique. Hey, there's our nephew. <laughs> oh, God. <Hi. laughs> What's up? Hi, guys. That's huge on your head. <laughs> oh, no, it's like giant. It's like down yeah. <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Um, um, everybody, this is Jen, the, the mother of our nephew, our, our future sister-in-law. Um, that's me. and that's our nephew, Ethan. That's yep. Cool, okay. Uh, we needed some expert, we needed some expertise, right? We're, we're yeah. talking about the UFC here and, <laughs> okay. and Nick's lost. Yeah. yeah, no, he, he can't. Um, he, he's the, he was like, she said also her favorite fighter is Demetrius Johnson. And I have no idea who that is. <laughs> oh, he's a mess. Yeah. DJ used to definitely be my, my favorite fighter because he was so quick and kind of unstoppable right. um but then he left so well he's yeah. dominating over at one yes as expected right so yeah all right um gaichi khabib i know you're super biased but who wins this fight i think it's a toss-up honestly i think that it depends on how the fight goes if it's more of a brawl i think that gaichi kind of takes that one if it's a more technical fight i think it's khabib um yes i am extremely biased because i know justin personally um but yeah again i think it's a i think it's a toss-up and it just depends on how the fight plays itself out so Hi, yeah matt who do you have <laughs> um so hard um yeah. i'm gonna go gaichi starts is in first round really I'm totally, to hot cool with that. I'm totally <laughs> right. okay with that. So if, if that doesn't happen, do you, do you think Gagey has the gas tank to go all five? Because I don't think yeah. he gets stopped. So Gagey said before Ferguson, he said, I got 18 good minutes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And then he puts on the 24-minute clinic. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, striking efficiency and – punching someone in the face for 24 minutes and trying to stop Khabib takedown. Two different things. I agree. Are two different categories of cardio. So Gaethje has already expressed. I mean, he has the best takedown defense in the division. That's yes. a fact. Oh yeah. Um, without a doubt. He has expressed that if he can keep the fight in the middle, then he's not worried about Khabib's takedowns. Cause he thinks from what he's seen on tape, Khabib needs the fence. Yeah. Um, which is true. That's how he I choked mean, out yeah, Poirier. That's how he choked out uh, Connor. Um, I, but Khabib's from Dagestan. He grew up fighting bears. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I think mean, he has the chin, 
But I said that about a lot of people, and Gaethje has just put him to sleep. Well, but also, uh, I mean, if you rewatch that Dustin Khabib fight, Khabib gets rocked a few times. And, yeah, legitimately Dustin, rocked. Yeah, Dustin just panic modes and swings wildly. Like if you watch the Dustin Gaethje fight, Dustin's calculated the whole way. I mean, he doesn't swing wildly, you know, for a series of time at all in that fight. That's because Trevor Whitman, his coach, is a freaking genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, I think that, that if, if it goes the distance, I think that by the end of the fight, Gaethje will be absolutely freaking gassed because towards the end, he's going to get wild in his striking and he's going to start throwing hands and he's going to try to do the one-hit knockout and it's going to hurt him in the end, ultimately. Um, I don't think... I don't think it's going to be a one-rounder like you want, Matt. I really don't think that it is. I think that Khabib is better than that. But, hey, what the hell do I know? It could happen. Right. I mean, yeah. Matt got knocked out in six seconds. Yeah. And he was undefeated. Yeah. Yes. So, I think, I, I think if this that. fight goes to a decision, Khabib wins it. And if there's any stoppage at all, it's gauging. Because I don't think that Khabib has what it takes to – finish Gagey, especially Gagey 2.0 after losing to Poirier and Alvarez. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know. I necessarily agree with that. I think if it goes to the ground, like Gagey, I mean, he knows how to wrestle, but is his jiu-jitsu world-class? Because right. Khabib is. Like, yeah. we've seen him yeah. just absolutely dominate people on the ground. Like, we've right. seen him do things to people that – are are good at jujitsu. Yeah, like Michael Johnson, that, I'm pretty sure is a black belt at jujitsu, and he just made him look worthless. Yeah. Well, Michael Johnson to <laughs> to that argument, Michael Johnson has looked pretty worthless in all standards of MMA. Uh, he beat he beat Poirier. What? How many fights ago was that? I don't know. Like seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said uh, last five fights, and Matt's like, he beat Poirier. 800 years ago. Hey, yeah. Stefan Struve gets the next title shot against Stipe. Stipe sleeps him. <laughs> anyway, Jen, go uh, ahead. I don't even remember what I was going to say. Y'all screwed me up. <laughs> Way to go. Sorry. Uh, sorry. That's okay. I don't know. No, you said you disagreed with Zach saying that Khabib doesn't have the capacity to finish Gaethje. Oh, no, I don't. Th I, not even that. I think that if you're going to go black and white on if it goes to a decision, Khabib wins. If it gets a stoppage, that it's. Gaethje, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that Gaethje is completely capable of getting the decision if he fights intelligently. Right. But I think if, you know, for me just saying that, Khabib has more of the tool set to dominate for five rounds. And I think Gaethje has the tool set to sleep anybody. Anytime. A yeah. Anytime his gloves touch face. But I so. also think that Gaethje is going to condition his – booty off right. the entire you know it's a, it's know, a camp. Title, title fight he should you know he should be yeah. in better shape than he's ever been and he yeah. looked absolutely fantastic against ferguson oh for sure yeah absolutely so okay we're not jen this is the beer money sports podcast we're not doing it's a tulsa um well no i know gimme like, all the way Gage who wins decision or a stoppage uh stoppage third round gaichi KO. All right. 
Gaethje KOs Khabib third round. Yeah. Everybody listening, bet the house. Yeah, bet let's do the it. House. <laughs> then the expert said it, and if you know, if Khabib wins the decision, I'm the expert in my household. <laughs> and I will go back a little bit on what I said, and I will go Khabib fourth round by submission. Okay, I got. Right. I got Gaethje sleeps. Sleeves Khabib. I mean, like, first punch. It's over. <laughs> okay. Khabib retires. <laughs> well, all right. Do then. you think Khabib retires if he loses? I think Khabib, if he wins, he does one more 30-0. and 0, He retires, honors his dad. Right. Coaches, probably coaches until he passes. Um, I think if he loses, he, he wants that title back, and then he retires. Yeah, I would agree with that. Totally. All right, well, I'm going to pass you guys back off to your brother. All right. Go cook some dinner. All right. Thank All you right. for that. UFC thank you. Yeah. You're yeah. very oh, welcome. Anytime. Thank you for for giving us a nephew. Yeah, appreciate oh, of course. that. Happily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. All right. Why did we have better chemistry with Jen than we did Nick? <laughs> Nick knows nothing about UFC. That's true. Who's Demetrius Johnson? Boo. <laughs> Nick, what's up? Welcome back. I feel like I've been replaced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, well, we're getting to your expertise. We're moving on to the next thing in the script. Nick, you have the script, so you know what's coming. Pomela un. Is Lewis Hamilton Hamilton the greatest driver of all time? Um, Yeah, I mean... I think he's one of them. Part of the reason I hesitate a little bit is that he's also in an era of F1 that's a little, a little different. I mean, once they, he was a great, phenomenal driver, and he always has been. But when he found himself in the Mercedes car, when they switched from V8s to, v, to hybrid turbo V6s, which is the most disgusting move in the entire planet, um, I mean, Mercedes was in a league of their own. No one can compete with them. I mean, I was just telling Jen today because we were watching the spa race that in 2014 at the Bahrain circuit, um, there was like a safety car towards the end. And then then him and Nico Rosberg had like a five lap shootout. And in those five laps, I think they pulled like 27 seconds, both of them on the rest of the field, which in formula one, it's a, it's a sport of tens, hundredths of seconds, sometimes thousands I mean, they do a they do a pit stop and you know an average of two seconds. You know, granted, as Dad would say, well, they've got uh, you know fourteen guys in there, <laughs> but I mean, still, it's an impressive sport. And it used to be, you know, when you had like the days of Michael Schumacher. I mean, refueling, tire management. I mean, it's a completely different era of F1 right now. So is Lewis? I mean, as far as driving under pressure, getting a job done. Yeah, I mean, he is second to none. He just hit his 93rd pole position yesterday. I mean, he's world champion, what, six or seven times? I mean, let those numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, and he hit the, he hit the king T'Challa <laughs> on our camera. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. But, the, but if you want to look at it in context, I'm not saying he would be the greatest, but, I mean, he's up there, definitely, by far. I mean, just because you have a fast car doesn't mean you're going to win every race. It certainly helps you. But, um, I mean, if you just look at his teammates, you know, like Botas or Rosberg, I mean, they were great drivers, but they didn't perform at the level that Lewis did consistently. 
So, yeah. I, in, of course, in my opinion, he's the goat. But um, if we're gonna be honest, it would just be maybe maybe not overall all time. Well, who's the overall goat all time? Michael Schumacher. Probably Schumacher. Yeah. I mean, this is an. I mean, this is that, an era in F one where it was like they had to cut grooves in the tires because they were going so fast. And even still, there are certain tracks where they're going. They were still going faster back in two thousand four, two thousand five, than they are right now. And they're. I mean, the cars are completely different leagues. It was a V ten at twenty thousand RPMs. Now we get turbo V sixes <laughs> that sound like lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh th- your comment on dad they were like 14 guys immediately <laughs> in my mind i don't know why but it was like like just all the lug nuts he's going in for four tires and fuel actually he's going in for right sides yeah go yeah um f1 might as well just say lewis is a goat i tried to get into it for like two years and it just wasn't, you know, wasn't really my thing. I haven't really been into racing since we went to NASCAR races with dad. But, of course, the year that I, the year, two years that I was there, I was like, yeah, I'll just pick Lewis's teammate. Don't want to bandwagon on to Lewis. So I'll pick Nico. And then he wins the whole thing and retires. And I was like, oh, okay, this is it for me. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's awesome. My driver just won, but now I got to pick a new driver and I'm not really trying to study all this. So we'll just leave it at that. Well, uh, it's better than mine. I was, Nick convinced me to watch one race. Uh, and I was like, Oh, this is cool. I'll pick that guy. Who's like fourth Mark Weber. <laughs> and he <laughs> finished horribly. Um, he was actually going to win a race and Red Bull told Vettel not to pass him. And Vettel said, you know what? I'm going to pass him. Um. So yeah, what did they call that? It was he retired. Twelve. It was like the mode twelve incident or something. Yeah, they were again. It was kind of like a Mercedes thing where these the Red Bull guys were so far in the lead, they were like, I because I mean, if no one knows in F one to kind of increase the competition because what it used to be was guys would blow up engines. I mean, the team was Lotus. They had this engine that was so powerful that they would do a qualifying run, pretty much blow up their engine, put a new one in for the race, be in, you know, because it, it used to be that in Formula One, passing wasn't a thing. I mean, it was, but it was hard to do. So where you qualifying was super important because you didn't really move around much. So they would blitz, they would destroy their engines qualifying first. And then the next, you know, before the race, they just swap out a different engine, a brand new engine. And then, you know, it wasn't fair for other teams to have the money to do that. So they limited how many engines you can use in a season. So in this race, they were so far ahead that they just turned down the engines, you know, save the engine, save the tires, you know, just coast to the end. And Sebastian Vettel being the competitor he is said, no, I don't think so. I don't want to finish second. I want to finish first. And, you know, you can respect that. It was a dick move, but, um, but yeah, that was, that was an incident that kind of cemented Sebastian Vettel and Mark Weber's relationship. And then after that, I think Mark Weber went into like world cup cars or something or. Yeah. Now he works at home Depot in Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he does commentary every once in a while when they let him on. What, uh, I think he was working at Outback. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who's the driver? Um, I just remember they were like, box, box, box. And he's like, tough luck. <laughs> that was metal. That uh, was metal. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, no, that wasn't. Um, it was, they were telling him to let somebody pass him. I think it was Ricardo, Daniel Ricardo. He was, Ricardo was faster and he couldn't get around Vettel. Cause again, it's not, it, it, especially back then, it wasn't very easy to pass in F1. Right. So the team order was, Hey, and how it typically goes is you'll let the guy, you'll let your teammate in front of you see if he can catch up or pass a guy. And if he can't like the last lap of the race, you swap spots again. And they were telling Vettel, you know, Hey, please let him by. And he was like, nah, tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So then, Vettel leaves Red Bull, goes to Ferrari, and Ferrari is just absolutely, as they say in France, garbage. Um, they did okay. I mean, I, I, was it was at 2017 when they they widened the cars. 2017, 2018, and it really even 20, well, not really 2019, but for the most part, they were giving Mercedes a run for their money, and no one had really done that since they did the new rule regulation changes in 2014. So it was good, but this year. I really don't – maybe all their engineers got corona, and I, I, I don't even know because for Ferrari to be – not even make it into Q3 is unheard of, and I think it said it hadn't happened in six years since yeah. the new regulation changes, and, I, and, that, and even that was probably because of mechanical issues. So for Ferrari to be that bad right now, it's unbelievable, and especially since they kind of kicked Vettel off the team without telling him. I think he. I think he even said he found out on the news. He didn't even know he got kicked off. Um, and then to give him such a crappy car, he has every right to kind of be pissed. <laughs> he's a great driver, but I mean, he's just getting old. I, I think if Lewis wins a championship, he might. He might retire. Um, I think the new guy on the block is for Stappen. I think if. Oh, for sure. Are, yeah, I think if Lewis wins and retires, I think for Stappen's the next guy on the block. Um, to kind of take the helm of F1. So there's a, um, he, he's a baller some, too. Yeah. He's good. He's good. I mean, again, every team is trying to compete with Mercedes and you got Verstappen who's pretty much keeping Red Bull in play. Red Bull is a phenomenal car. As far as aerodynamics go, they are above everybody else. But as far as the power unit goes and the engine Mercedes is untouchable. So Verstappen's good. Um, Carlos Sainz, who's actually taking Vettel's seat next year. Um, he's a phenomenal racer. McLaren is who he races for now. Lando Norris is great. I mean, there's a lot of really good talent in F1. I just, I miss the days of midfield teams almost having a chance to win a race if they had a really good weekend. Because now it's, if Haas, for example, or Renault, if they have a really good weekend, it's fifth place. You know, it's not like a podium. I mean, it's, it's just few and far between and that's just yeah. depressing. That's not what formula one was about. So I just wanted to get back to simpler engine regulations, make it a V10. So it has some cojones again, and let them go at it. That's, that's what's holding this back is the power units and the BS that's involved with it. Bring back the cojones and you'll bring more fans to the sport. I mean, it's growing, but give us the oomph. <laughs> All right. Um, have, you guys, have you guys been watching golf? Uh, a little no, bit. No, I've been playing a lot of it, though. Um, so today, Justin Johnson sinks like a 40-foot putt 
to force a playoff with John Rahm. Um, and then John Rahm hits a 66-foot birdie to win it. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, he was hyped. Go, ch- go check it out on Twitter. I retweeted it. Um, it was electric. So, Dustin Johnson. <laughs> it's electric. Um, so, uh, middle school heard. <laughs> let me clear my throat. Oh, that's actually um, what you said was electric. <laughs> yeah, I did say electric. Yeah, it was electric. It's electric. Um, college looky, football. Looky, looky. Let's, let's end on that. We had college football last night. Um, Central Arkansas versus Austin P. Um, <laughs> first play of the game, 75-yard touchdown run. Uh, and then after that, it was complete sloppy football you expect. Yeah, I had but, it on at work, and it seemed like there was 19 turnovers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from the looks of it, we're going to have a season. Um, I'm putting that in air quotes. So I, I want to do two scenarios here. Um, first, the, the first scenario is give me your top four as if there was no coronavirus, um, as if it was normal, all five conferences are playing, you know, everything's normal. Give me your top four. In order? Yes. All right. One, Clemson. Two, Ohio State. Three, Alabama. Four, Texas. Um, Texas. Hot take. Yeah. I think that went – That one's steamy. Yeah. I think they, you know, make the playoff for Ellinger's senior year. Um, I wouldn't disagree with that. If I had to change anything, I might say Alabama was higher, but top for number four instead of Texas, Notre Dame. I don't know. No. No, <laughs> that is a hot as the sun take. Yeah, that for that to happen. Uh, well, we're, we're the scenarios as if it's normal. So I guess that. Um, if it were a normal circumstance, they would their only loss would have to be like a close loss to Clemson um, if they were playing a normal season. I, I don't know. I could see it. I, I don't think they want to put Notre Dame in the playoff because the last two times they've been thrashed. So, right. I mean, but you can't um, you can't punish them for being undefeated. You know, Georgia fans were like, no, they deserve be to that, be there. And they it's play like, don't Clemson. Lose yeah, they pl- they play Clemson. So yeah. I, and if Clemson's won, then they play them again. Like if we, if Clemson goes to South Bend and beats them, you're gonna put them together again at a neutral site. <laughs> um, all right. So now, top, who's your top four with the people involved? So the Big Ten's not playing uh, as of right now, and the Pac-12 is not playing. Um, for for my expertise, the Pac-12 is not gonna get in. A Pac-12 wouldn't get in if the other four conferences weren't playing um, because yeah, they scooped themselves up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, wanted to, exciting. Great. I wanted to pick, like, Oregon or Utah, but, I mean, they're all going to have three losses at the end of the year. Exactly. Anyway, so. um, without the Big Ten or the Pac-12, I mean, mine doesn't really change too much. I mean, Ohio State's out, but 
I probably still have Clemson at one. Um, move Alabama to two. Let's move Texas up to three. And then I think it's a toss-up between Georgia and LSU. I don't think LSU is as strong as they were last year by any means. Um, but if you look at the SEC schedule that they were given, it's pretty weak. So I think the SEC, you know. Did you see who opted out this morning for LSU? No. Jamar Chase, their best player. Oh, yikes. Well, then we'll just stick with Georgia at four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't even know. So who – I mean, I've been getting notifications on my phone, and I was kind of expecting all the conferences at some point to cancel. So I don't even know who's – So it's all the playing. ACC teams, it's all the Big 12 teams, and it's all the SEC teams. As of right now, yeah. All right, so like yeah, Michigan's so. out, Ohio State's out. Those are really the only two out of the hmm. Big Ten. Oregon. Well, Big Ten. I, I'm saying like those teams. Right, USC, those teams. All right, so let's go Clemson, Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not – it's not crazy just hearing Oklahoma as a Texas oh, yeah, fan. Wait, yeah, uh, explain your teams too. That's why it's so crazy to, to hear Nick say that. I don't know. Texas, ever since, you know, towards the end of Mac Brown – they just haven't been on the same level. So I, as much as I love Texas and I'd want them to do better, I just got to be realistic. Um, I don't know. I, oh, I, how did I, you become a Texas fan? A dad thing. Same thing as the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, grew up a Virginia Tech fan being from Virginia. Um, and then, yeah, after, you know, a couple years before Beamer left, it just kind of – it wasn't the same team. And, you know, Frank Beamer's getting beaten out in in-state and out-of-state recruiting by uh, – Mike London. Yeah, Mike London at UVA. It's like, okay, it's time to go. So – and then, you know, Jeff going to Clemson and you being at Clemson now. I have more ties to Clemson than I do Virginia Tech. So, you know, kind of a fan of them just from supporting you um, that I pay attention to Clemson more than I do Virginia Tech. So, um, I, I mean, I just love college football in general, but if yeah. I've, you know, growing up, the team was Virginia Tech, but now I would probably say it's Clemson more than anybody. Um, so when I was like, I don't know, from age like 11 to 17, our mom had season tickets to UVA just because we live like 30 minutes away. Um, and it was so cheap. I think it was like 400 bucks for four tickets yeah. all season. Um, and we, we would go like during high school, we'd take our high school friends. It was like a fun thing to do. Yeah. Um, so growing up, I was kind of a UVA fan just to spite Zach, just to be different. Um, and then <laughs> my uncle grad, our uncle graduated from Clemson in 2010. And I just, at graduation, going to my first Clemson football game, seeing CJ Spiller, I was like, this is it. I'm coming here. Um, and then all, all throughout growing up, Zach was like, you're a bandwagon, dude. You're a bandwagon. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was the perfect time to switch. but. Um, and then, you know, I, I got in and I said, suck it, Zach. 
Um, so. <laughs> That's not what you said. You called me crying, and you said, I, I got in. Yeah, I got into my dream school. Sorry. And Yeah, and of course, I didn't bring a bandwagon. I said, congrats. So, so yeah, you're like, congrats, still a bandwagon. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, who wins the natty? Straight up. Clemson in both scenarios. Yeah, I'll go Clemson. I think, I mean, best offense, ETN returning. Yeah. I think Trevor, you know, just had a bad game against the best offense in the history of college football. And, you know, he would have had to have been perfect to make that game close. And, yeah. Yeah, I was there. I saw it, Zach. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I think he shows out this year. And Someone's went, a little better. Yeah. I think, I think there's uh, – Arguably two Heisman finalists at Clemson. Um, but I think ETN, you know, doesn't get invited because Trevor has such a great year. Especially with Fields not being able to play this year. You said Clemson. What, you got any, any expertise on it? Clemson winning? Yeah, Nick said Clemson. Oh. Is this, isn't this Trevor's uh, senior year? No, it's his junior year. Junior year. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, I mean, just based off of what I've seen the past two years from Clemson, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't go back. He had a fluke in that game. I mean, it was – he just wasn't playing at his best. So, he he got the the first game jitter, the first whole jitters, first game jitters out of his system, even though it was not his first one. But he fell down, but he'll come back even stronger. And if they got Travis Etienne coming back, then, dude, it's GG, as they say. <laughs> GG in the chat. I'm going Clemson, blow out whoever we play. Um, Trevor's the best quarterback in the country. Uh, Justin Fields is a close second, and then no one else is even close after that. Um, I think Ellinger's probably third, but it's not. he's not close to Justin Fields. Uh, ETN coming back. Actually, the NCAA just approved that whatever happens, like whoever plays this year, it doesn't go against eligibility. So Travis can come back for one more year. We can get three more years at Trevor. Uh, it's it's awesome. <laughs> now, does it does it count of a year of eligibility? So if they if they go through and play this year, if we win the Natty, Travis can still come back. It doesn't but, count. But can Trevor go to the draft? Yes. Okay, so it counts as an eligibility going forward. Uh, like for sophomores turning into juniors for draft eligibility, but it doesn't go against you. It's not like an eligibility penalty. I okay. think it's like the wording. Gotcha. Um, yeah. That would suck for Trevor if he plans on going after this year. And it's like, well, the season didn't, didn't really count all the way. You got to play another year. I'm okay. Actually, you know what? Let's, let's do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get the NCAA on the horn. Uh, I, 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 the NCAA don't want to talk to me. I got a lot of ranting to do. Um, any other comments, guys? Nah, that's, a broad, I mean, that's a broad question. Words? Yeah, I I mean, happy to do this. You know, long time yeah, coming. Thanks for us on here, Matt. Yeah, appreciate it. Long time listener, first time actually being on. Yeah, first time bomber, <laughs> that's for sure. Um Thank you for uh, – yeah, Matt, I've been, I've been supporting the Beer Money Sports podcast for a long time. When I found Monetarily. Out- yeah. <laughs> I donated the $5. $5.99 a month, baby. 
Yeah, that was back when this was on Anchor. And uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it was like I saw I they got on the app or something, and I saw you could subscribe to it. And so I did it. Matt was like, "Why'd you do that?" <laughs> but I was like, "Dude, you gotta support the fam." Dude, I liked it. It was cool. I mean, I could go to work and listen to the podcast, and it was cool to listen about sports and uh, more in depth than I actually know about on a lot of sports. So it was cool. So thanks for letting me be a part of it. Anytime. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it was a rough start, but I feel like we ended a lot stronger than, than we well, started. What else do you want, Matt? Jesus, good God. <laughs> plug your son. Plug something. Plug let a me podcast plug of your own. Goals. Yeah, let me plug my three-week gold. Um, you thanks. could, uh, you could plug your runescape. So I can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plug your runescape. In case plug your Venmo. I don't care. Plug my Venmo. Yeah, right. Um, if you want to, fi- if you honestly want to find me on anything, I'm legit the same thing. Viper Junkie, V I P E R J U N K I E. You can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, everything. MySpace. <laughs> dude, MySpace, yeah. dude. Yeah. Who's dude. your Who's your top eight, dude? Oh my god, I don't even remember. It's been so long. But I think I, I think at one point I had uh, like. Uh, was it Fallout Boy? Is my background music? Yeah. No, it was Three Days Grace. That's what. Oh. Like. <laughs> House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time. I... Uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Um, I feel like I've been bugging you for a while to just do something podcast related. Um. So I've been looking forward to this and appreciate you having us on and plug Zach. Oh, plug it. Uh, yeah, I really don't have anything to plug other than, uh, I stream on Twitch captain underscore ZT, uh, play a lot of rocket league, um, getting into some war zone. So you can see me rage at that. Cause I am not good. Um, and some fall guys. That's, I mean, that's kind of it. I do mine. I do Minecraft, but, uh, Oh, butt crap. I'm not very good at that either. It's it's hard <laughs> to be bad at that game, but if I stream it, you'll see me just kind of staring for about We need to bring back our old world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we do that and we get back into it, I'll stream that, but... Yeah. Uh, we're going can... to we're gonna keep the world name private. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was about to say, if, if Matt wants to if share If it's just on the name, word private... <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, we might be starting our own podcast, a podcast by Scoot. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a that's, that's officially the name. I'm, yeah. I'm signing off on podcast by Scoot. I'm here for uh, So get, watch out for that. Um, it's just going to be us staring into a screen saying dude a lot um, and telling a lot of inside awkward jokes silences. That, yeah. 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 A lot of inside quotes that no one gets but us. Uh, (laughs) We'll be quoting movies, so we'll probably get pulled down from like Disney and yeah, DC. Yeah, if you if you want to know the quotes that are going on, just watch all back all Back to the Future movies. Happy Gilmore, Wayne's World, Wayne's World, Men in Black, Men in Black, Wild Wild West. Yeah, (laughs) Wild Wild West. I so I underrated movie. So I actually looked at looked up Wild Wild West and 
um, the other day for a conversation with a coworker. But the only thing that I remember about it, it was that on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 17% score. Oh, my <laughs> God. In my mind, I was like, isn't it like 27 on Rotten Tomatoes? I yeah. was high-rolling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 17% fresh. What's funny wow. is Will Smith turned down The Matrix to do that movie. Ah. Uh, Dude, well, that, I, was, that was Matt's movie. I think he watched it. I think the At only other movie. 300 times. I think he burned up the VHS watching yeah. that movie. So I think the times. only other movie that you could probably say more was The Mask. Oh, oh God. I think, God. I'm, I'm pretty sure Cigarette was my first word. <laughs> yeah, Cigarette. You know? I was like two years old, and I would put batteries in my mouth to pretend to yeah. smoke them. Like Jim Carrey in the mask, and Nick would go to get batteries, like for his GameCube, and he'd find teeth marks. In them. Yeah, I was like, dude, who the hell's chewing on batteries? <laughs> yeah, it was Look either no further. on batteries, or you guys deleting my uh, game saves on the N64. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one summer I played Goldeneye, got all this stuff unlocked, and then I went back a few weeks later to play it after I got back from the beach, and everything was wiped <laughs> <laughs> well i'll never forget getting a blue playstation 2 controller oh god like in mom's room here we like, go here there let me is. play for 10 Couldn't minutes this one <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up i'm just i'm just filling in the gaps like so do we do the, do we do the god bless one now too <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah so what were we playing I think it was like Mortal Kombat Armageddon. No, because I don't think mom would have let you have that. No, it then. was, but it was like you and Daniel at the house with like Tyler and Zach. Mortal Kombat Sega Genesis is the greatest <laughs> game of all time. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Good times. What? I think Donkey Kong's the greatest game. Donkey Kong sucks. You know what? You suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're just, we'll, we'll keep going for like 30 minutes. So we'll, we'll let y'all go. Um, th- thanks, guys, for joining. And um, I'll, I'll probably call you guys as soon as this is over. So. Phone's dead. Right. Shocker. But <laughs> Your phone's dead? What? <laughs> yep. I forgot to bring the charger up here. So Zach's phone is dead more than it's alive. It's actually, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, so all right, guys. Yeah. All right. Peace.